Welcome all. Um, as we start back our um, second day, as we go through the dates on the chart and the foundational things as well. And, um, and before we proceed, let us begin with a word of prayer. <clears throat> More so, Father, in heaven, O Lord, we give thanks for this day, for life and strength again. And, O Lord, we ask me to forgive us for our sins. O Father, we ask that you might send out fresh light from your throne on high. Please help us as we go through these old things to see new things as well from your throne. And to um, help us as we work, um, work in your field, um, Lord. And... Please, please um, lead, lead each mind here so that all, all my leave here seeing your son, O oh Lord. And, and we ask all these things in your son's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> all right, so yesterday, Swindon started off by showing um, the seven times with with the ten tribes and the two tribes. So we're gonna look at um this same thing as well, but it coming down to five thirty eight BC with the fall of this head of gold right here, this this lion beast. So to begin off we're gonna start in Daniel chapter two. Daniel chapter two verse thirty one and we'll jump jump through these verses. Here it says Thou will king Sauce and 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 behold a great image. This this great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. So in these <clears throat> in these um three verses here in which we just read, these three verses shows us this whole, the statue right here, this, this man. And, and it's showing us sin as it goes through the earth because gold is softer than silver, silver softer than brass, brass softer than iron. So each time man's, man's heart just gets harder and harder as time goes on. So, um, so we'll see the, the sin of the first one, this head of gold. And then, and then as, as we go, go along, we'll see, we see the, the sin of each, each, um, each one, each beast after, each kingdom, each nation that comes, comes after this head of gold. So we're going to jump down to verse 38, and the bold portion says, Thou art this head of gold. And Daniel speaking, speaking to Nebuchadnezzar, which is the king of Babylon. So we have Babylon as this head of gold. And then verse 39 says, And after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another kingdom, and, and, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the, all the earth. So there's one thing, verse 39, it says, it says, which shall bear rule over all the earth. All these kingdoms that come up are universal kingdoms. Each one, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Grecia, and Rome, these are all universal kingdoms. And once this head of gold comes in the, and, and the Medes and Persians come, this is another universal kingdom. So each one is, this, is showing, showing us this, um, the, the, the kingdoms that shall bear rule throughout the whole earth until Christ comes. All right. So now the Lord gives Daniel a second vision here that, that shows shows um shows a second aspect of of these nations as these nations here so look in daniel daniel chapter 7 starting verse 3 daniel 7 verse 3 and it says and four great beasts came up from the sea diverse one from another the first was like unto what, what was like a lion and had eagle's wings so babylon is this head of gold 
and it's a lion with eagle's wings. And this is what is shown right here on the chart. This lion with the eagle's wings. And then later on, you'll see right here on the chart, it has this, that the lion now is shorn of its wings, and then stands up as a man. And we'll see, see when that is. Because once, it, once it's shorn of its wings, and it stands up as a man, this is when it will fall in the year 538 B.C. We'll continue on. Verse 4 says, The first was like a lion that had eagle's wings. It says, I beheld to the wings thereof were plucked, and, and it was lifted up from the earth, and, stand, and, and, made, to, and made stand upon the feet as, as a man, and a man's heart was giving, given to it. So this part showing the end of this nation, as we said previously. Verse 5, And behold, another beast, a second like, like to a bear, and it raised, raised up itself on one side, and had three ribs, three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it, and, and, they, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I beheld in lo another, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given, um, given to it. So let's go back and look at these characteristics. So Medo-Persia... According to Daniel 2, is this silver. And according to Daniel 7, in which we just read, it's a bear lifted up on one side. And this raised up on one side is showing Persia that shall um, raise itself up higher than, than, than the Medes. And it has... Um, with three ribs in its mouth. Okay. And then we read about the kingdom that comes after, the third kingdom. And as the chart shows us, and as we'll look, look as we continue on and we look at 332 BC, this kingdom was Grisha or Greece. And it's brass, and it's inferior to, to the two previous kingdoms. And it's a leopard with um, four wings and four heads. Okay. Okay. Um, continue on. Verse 7. After this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong and seemly. <coughs> and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and breaking pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And, and, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. So, now this kingdom comes up, it says Rome in its pagan form. And so when it touched this point that pagan Rome troubled the church for 1,260 years. And after that, papal Rome troubled the church for 1,260 years. And shown, showing the charting down of the Gentiles, this is 2520 to 7 times. And this kingdom is iron. And it has all the characteristics of the beast before it, but it has um, this ten horns. The main, main things from Daniel 7, it shows this great iron teeth and the ten horns. I'm just going to put that because all the other characteristics are already written. Okay. All right, continuing on. We'll go to SDP 90, paragraph 2. Okay, so read the bold portion there. SDP 90, paragraph 2. It says, while Daniel watched, 
Well, Daniel watched the, the same kingdom in his vision. <coughs> the noble lion with his wings, denoting power and, and rapidity of conquest, had been lifted up from the earth into an unnatural position and made to stand upon his feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. Man's heart without Christ is simply sin. The wings were shorn, and then Babylon was represented as it existed at the time of, of the vision, bereaved of, of its strength, abandoned by, by, by God, abandoned by God, with Belshazzar standing at the head of the government. Okay, so now when its, when its wings are shorn and it stands up as a man, this is now when Belshazzar, the grandson of, of um, amen, um, is king at that point. So, so now it is, it is God divested from, from, from this head of gold and it stands up, stands up as a man and this is, this is what it means. Belshazzar is showing, showing, showing that is the embodiment of being separated from, from Christ. And as, as Stephen Haskell says, says it is simply sin. All right. D.A.R. 153, paragraph 4. It says it is unnecessary to, to remind the reader that earthly governments are not introduced into prophecy till, till they become in some way connected with the people of God. And this is what Swinon went over yesterday. In 677 B.C., this is now when Babylon came in contact with, with, with God's people, with, with the Jews. All right, so now, since we're looking at the fall of Babylon in 538 B.C., we will look at all the, we look at some, some of the prophecies in which Christ has put in, in his word showing the fall of Babylon. So, look at Jeremiah 25, verse 9. It says, Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, save the Lord, and Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and will bring them against this land, so Mount Jerusalem, because there are sins, because, because they did not keep the Sabbath, and they raised up idols. It says, um, and, and, and against the, the inhabitants thereof, and, and against all these nations roundabout, and will destroy them, and make them an astonishment, and then hissing, and perpetual Desolations. So that's what's what was going over yesterday. The 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 land being destroyed and desolate. Jump now to verse eleven. It says, and this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon for seventy years. It says, and 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 it shall come to pass when seventy years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, save the Lord. For their iniquity, <coughs> and and the land land of the Chaldeans, and will make it perpetual desolations. <clears throat> so the Lord says that He shall destroy shall destroy Babylon at the end of seventy years. So the Lord puts forth a 70-year prophecy, pointing down to the destruction of Babylon, just as there was one showing the destruction of Jerusalem from Isaiah 7 to 65 years. All right. Let's go to Jeremiah 51, verse 34. It says, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, Babylon hath devoured me. He hath crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his... his Filled his belly, belly with my delicacies. delicacies. Amen. Delicates. He hath cast me out. Turn <clears throat> down to verse 36. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will plead thy cause and take vengeance for thee, and I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. So we're going to look at number of the characteristics of which Christ says he will do unto Babylon as well. Because the fall, the fall of this nation is pointing forward to the, to the fall of um mystical Babylon or spiritual Babylon, which is shown right here. It's, it's papal Rome. So one thing we have here says, dry up 
Springs. Too far? Okay. Let's move it over. All right, we'll dry up springs. And dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Yes. Sea also. Okay, because all these things had been literally fulfilled when Babylon fell. Um, jump now to verse 41. How was Shishak taken? And how was the praise, praise of the whole earth surprised? How was... Amen. Become an astonishment among the nations. The sea is come up upon Babylon. She is covered with the multitude of waves thereof. So the Lord is also saying here in these, um, in verse 41 and 42, yeah, 41 and 42, is that the nation that, that comes upon her is also these waves in the sea as well. <clears throat> so this sea, <clears throat> excuse me, shall dry up, dry up this other sea and spring. Speaking of the Medes and Persians, because Daniel told, told him that a nation inferior to thee shall, shall come after you. All right. Verse 43. Her cities are a what? Desolation, a dry land and a wilderness, and a land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any son of man pass thereby. And I will punish Bel and Babylon. And, and, and I, 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 I will, excuse me, and I will bring forth out of his mouth that which he has swallowed up, and, and the nation shall not flow, float, amen, anymore unto him. Amen. Yea, the wall of Babylon shall fall. So the nations shall separate themselves from her, shall not flow unto her. Because if you go and read in Isaiah, Elam leaves the side of Babylon. Joins the side of Cyrus. Amen. That's when every nation then becomes a republic. A republic is a government, a government that governs itself by itself. Uh, amen. You come to um, 1798, it said Italy became a republic. When the uh, yes. fell, Italy it, became a republic. Amen. So Ended up. Oh, that's nice. Amen. Other one was the wall of Babylon. The wall. Wall falls. All right. It says forty and verse forty-five, Jeremiah fifty-one forty-five, says, "My people, go ye out of the midst of her, and deliver ye each man his soul front from the fierce anger of the Lord." So the destruction of Babylon is an illustration of the fierce anger of the Lord. And the fierce anger of the Lord, if you go to Revelation 15, verse 1, we see it's the seven last plagues. It's the Severous wrath of God. Punishment. Amen. It's the, it's the, it's the most um, severe discipline. punishment. Yeah, the discipline. This is the worst judgment that can fall. So <clears throat> as we look at the fall of Babylon, ancient Babylon, we should see the destruction of the world at the end of the, um, at the, end of the world. They're, they're paralleling the same thing because when you go... Study Revelation 18. Some of the same things that Jeremiah and and um, Isaiah says, um, John says in, in that in that chapter as well. Okay, so let's look at another prophecy. Isaiah 14, verse 3. Um actually no no, sorry. We go let's jump down to No no no, yes. We can read Isaiah 14, 3. It says <coughs> And, and it shall come to pass in the day that, that, that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. So they were <clears throat> only to serve for the 70 years. So this is what Swinon showed, showed that because of their sins, they are brought into bondage. But these prophecies are showing that. The Lord shall bring them out of, of their bondage now. All right. Jump out to Isaiah 45. <coughs> Isaiah 45, verse 1, 2, and 3. 
says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and, and I will loose the loins of kings, to open before him <coughs> the two-leaved gate, and the gate shall not be shut. I will go before thee, make the crooked places straight, and I will break in, in pieces the, the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. So there's another um, um, part that, that, that was literally fulfilled when Babylon fell. So, this means John opens a gate. This is what this is showing. He says, I will go before thee. Mm -hmm. it, oh, yes. it says, Cyrus, um, it's to open before him the two-leaf gates, the gate shall not shut. Christ mm -hmm. says, I open it. And, and, and no man shut it, and I shut it, and no man open it. But then he also says, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. So, um, John opens the gate. I don't, I don't know exactly what he means here, but this, this is what it's showing. I know. You can see that as the the start of the gospel because John John was the first one. But that's a separate application. Um. Okay, so the Lord says specifically who will subdue the nations. He says Cyrus subdue nations. And break bars of iron and brass. Okay. <clears throat> Do not tell them. Isaiah forty seven. Um Okay, so read verses 5 to 9, please. <coughs> Sit thou silent, and get thee into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans. For thou shalt no more be called the lady of kingdoms. I was wroth with my people, I have polluted mine inheritance, and given them into thine hand. Thou didst show them no mercy. Upon the ancient hast thou very heavily laid thy yoke, and thou saidest, I shall be a lady forever, so that thou didst not lay these things to thy heart, neither didst remember the latter end of it. Therefore hear, therefore, hear now this, thou that art given to pleasures, that dwellest carelessly, that sayest in thine heart, I am, and none else besides me. I shall, sit, I shall not sit as a widow, Neither shall I know the loss of children. Amen. So she said in her heart, what? I, I am. I sit a queen. I sit a queen and, and shall be no widow and shall not have a loss of children. <clears throat> and calls herself the I am. Mm. So, so we clearly know that she's exalting herself above God. And it's the same thing that Lucifer said unto himself that, I shall be like the Most High, that I shall be as the I am. And so that which happened to him shall happen to this nation as well, shall sit in the dust and be cast down. And, every, and each nation here follows the same pattern. Because then when you go read, read Daniel 4, the tree was cut down, but the stump was left. And every nation followed in that same pattern, uplifting itself up and calling itself the I am and it and and that must be cut down and that that spirit is in each man as well this is the spirit of man that must be cut down saying that I am lifting self up above up, above man and above God so all these things are showing us that um even though what happened to these men Years, years ago, this is also it's still speaking of us now, today, right now, because this is the same spirit we, in which we have that 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 spirit of wanting to be the I am. All right, C continue on. Isaiah forty-four twenty-six, <clears throat> twenty-six to twenty-eight says that the word of his servant and performed the counsel of his messengers. That saith to Jerusalem, 
thou shalt be inhabited. So it's a prophecy that they shall be back in their land as well. After th this head of gold falls, the Lord is also telling them that they shall be back in their own land because this head of gold took them out of their land. And, 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 and to, to the cities of Judah, ye shall be built. And, and, and I will raise up the decayed places thereof that saith, save to the deep, be dry. And I will dry up thy rivers that saith Osiris, he's my shepherd and shall, and shall perform all, all my pleasure. Even saying to Jerusalem, thou shalt be built and, 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 and to the temple, thy foundation shall be laid. All right. So now we're going to start looking directly at the, the fall of Babylon. As the chart tells us, in 538 BC, you have here, you have to look at Daniel chapter 5, verses 30 to 31. The whole, this, this whole chapter shows us the fall, the, the, um, the events that took place before it finally was put in, in the dust. So we're going to look at this chapter now and see what caused them to be put down in the dust. It was a sin here that caused them to be put in the dust. So, Daniel 5, verse 1, says, Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels, which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, <clears throat> his wives and his concubines might drink therein. So, once these things were brought in, this is now when they have filled up their cup because now they, they have just mixed the holy and the profane. profane. The vile. Go ahead. Literally. Amen. Yes. Filled they they literally filled up their cup. Wait, so, yeah. amen. So, th th those vessels, those, those um, golden vessels are vessels that are literally in heaven as well. But um, when they filled up their cup, they're filling up the cup in which Christ has in his hand in heaven, showing that um, judgment now must come. The worst judgment shall come upon them. So this here is showing this final step. And this is also speaking of us as well, because Adventists, um, we, we, we would not like to follow in the same thing. And mixing the holy, the, the, the holy and the vile is saying that the Sabbath is Sunday now switching from Sabbath to Sunday. The Sabbath is the holy, and the and the vial vial is um Sunday. Now now saying that Sunday is holy and Sunday is the Sabbath. It's mixing this holy and the profane. This is one one application of it. All right. So, verse three says, then they brought the vessels that were taken out. Thank you. Of of the house of God, which was at um, Jerusalem, and and the king and his princes and his wives and his concubines drank therein. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood and of stone. And then it says, in the same hour. So once they did that, the same hour they did that, came four fingers of a man's man's hand. And wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Go ahead. No, I'm understanding why, the, why um, Daniel had to remind him of Nebuchadnezzar. Because Amen. the yep. Lord gave Nebuchadnezzar the, 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 the utensils of the sanctuary. Yes. Just like he gave Nebuchadnezzar all the nations. And Nebuchadnezzar says, is this not great Babylon that I have built? Mm -hmm. But the Lord gave him that. So Belshazzar is now taking what the Lord gave to Babylon, and he's saying, is this not great Babylon that, that I, I have, have built? built. Amen. And the scripture says, in that same hour, just like with Nebuchadnezzar, mm -hmm. in that his reason, same his hour, reason was taken. his Amen. reason was taken. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and you, see it, you see it here as well, because they all drank to the gods of gold, silver, mm -hmm. and they were all drunk. And when you're drunk, your reason is Amen. taken from you. So immediately, their reason was taken, and then the, the bloodless hand wrote, wrote upon the wall. Go ahead. But, um, yeah, he did the very same thing as his grandfather because <coughs> these, these uh, materials here are the same materials that are upon the image. 
So Belshazzar just raised up the same image as Nebuchadnezzar and made everyone bow by drinking of this of this false wine. Amen. This, this, yeah. Amen. And I remember, um, uh, I believe it's in Isaiah. The prophet says the prophecy says that they shall um, shall lose the loins of kings. Mm -hmm. Let's go see um, verse six. It says then the king's countenance was changed and his thoughts troubled him. So that the joints of his loins were loose, and his knees smote one against another. So every article of that prophecy was is fulfilled. And there's many, um, there's many about, about about the fall of Babylon. There's Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel. They all speak about it, and Jeremiah as well. Many. The Go Lord, ahead. The Lord takes care that history and prophecy. Amen. Must, must agree. agree, even to this minute detail. Amen. Of a man knees knocking. Amen. Every single point of it agreed, and the pioneers wrote a lot about it. And I would advise everyone to go go and look at look at all these things. There's many prophecies that I don't have in here, but there's many more in in in, in God's word. Okay, jump down to verse 22. We're gonna skip a lot of the story. Daniel comes in and tells um, him of his grandfather, and tells him um, tells him of 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 all these things and now seeing seeing now it's happening also unto him it says and thou his son O Belshazzar has not humbled thine heart though thou knewest all this so another portion of this of of his sin that is so great that 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 his um, father had not had is that um, Belshazzar had a witness before previously because it says, though thou knewest all this, Belshazzar knew it, and, and this is now why his, his end shall come. It says to him that knoweth to do good and doeth evil, to him, to him it is sin. Amen. To him it is sin. So this sin is charged against him. But with his grandfather, he sinned, and then, um, and then the Lord placed seven times upon him, and he got back up and went back into his kingdom. But Belshazzar, he shall not um, live, live live uh, uh, another hour from this point onward it says verse 23 but thou but hast lifted up thyself against against the lord of heaven and they have brought the vessels of his of his house before thee and thou and thy lords thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them and thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold of brass iron wood and stone which see not nor hear no nor know and and the God in, and and the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, has has thou not glorified? Then was, then was was excuse me, then was the part of the hand sent from him, and and this this writing was written, and and. This is the writing that was written. Many, many tekel you farsin. Many, meaning God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art find wanton. And Paris, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. So when you look up, when you do a study on this, on these words specifically, it brings you down to 2,250 shekels. If you go look at the weight of the bowls and the spoons in the sanctuary, you go to numbers and so forth. You shall find that um, um, that the weight um, equates to 2,520 shekels, 2520 shekels. But we're not going to look at that at this time. We can add those notes later on. So the Lord wrote to him in a language in which he knew because his grandfather went through it seven times passed over him. Now, these same seven times come over Belshazzar as well, showing the very same thing. But this is showing the, the end of his kingdom, just as it was with King um, Zedekiah as well, because he knew about it because the previous kings had um, passed, passed through the seven times as well. It's also teaching us about the two classes that will be present in the time of the test. Uh, amen, yes. One who sins and then repents, but one, one who sees sees their wrong but they continue on in it and they and they meet their end all right okay so now let's go continue on um all right yes go to jeremiah 51 <clears throat> it 
says, verse 6, Flee out of the midst of Babylon, and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her, in, in her um, in iniquity. For this is for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He, he will render unto her a recompense. It says, We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her. And let us go everyone amen into his own country for for judgment reacheth unto heaven and is lifted up even to the skies therefore thus saith the lord behold i will plead thy cause and take vengeance for thee and i will dry up her sea and make her springs dry and i will punish bel and babylon and i will bring forth out of his mouth that which he has swallowed up and the nations shall not flow together anymore unto him yea the wall of babylon shall fall my people go ye out of the midst of her and and deliver ye every man his soul from the fierce anger of the lord and lest your heart faint, and, and, and ye fear for the rumor that shall be heard in the land. A rumor shall both come one year, and, and, and after that in another year shall come a rumor, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. So we're going to focus on verse 46 now. These two rumors in which Jeremiah brings up. These two rumors are needed for us at the end of the world. It was needed, needed for them then. And this is showing the vengeance of God, the vengeance of God, the seven last plagues. So it's needed for us before the seven last plagues come as well. So we need to understand these two rumors. So we look at ancient Babylon and its fall and seeing these two rumors as well. So Jeremiah tells us that there's 70 years. And then 70 years, then Babylon shall be falled, shall, shall fall. And according to the chart, the fall of ancient Babylon, the overthrow of ancient Babylon, based upon Daniel 5, 30 and 31, is in 538 B.C. So, in 538 B.C., this is the end, end of ancient Babylon. And it said 70 years, so if you go 70 years prior to it, it brings you to 6, 608 B.C. Okay. 608 BC, this is when um, Manasseh, um, <clears throat> Manasseh was taken captive in 608 BC. So this is the... Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim. Manasseh 677. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. So you have, thank you for that, Jehoiakim. Daniel 1. Jehoiakim is 606. Babylon no, begins to reign in 608. Was it 606? That's when Daniel was taken. Yeah. 606 is when Daniel was taken. He's right. Yes, yes, yes. You got to combine the two 70s. Yeah. It's the reigning of Babylon. So, 70 years before Babylon um, falls, that's yeah, Jeremiah 25. Yeah, Jeremiah 25, uh, 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 10 and 11. Okay. <clears throat> so, before we just read in Jeremiah 51, 46, <clears throat> these two rumors. It says, before she shall fall, there's a, there's a rumor um, a year previously. So, we're going to look at the year 539. And this rumor is given so that the Jews might flee. Because that's what Jeremiah 51 is speaking of. It says, my people, go ye out of the midst of her. So it's telling, telling the Jews to flee come out of her. from the wrath to come. Yes, come out of her, my people. It's the same, same cry <clears throat> later on. All right. So if you can go to what, to what Sister White says in Review and Herald, February 8th, 1881, paragraph 2. Someone read um, read this paragraph, please. Belshazzar was acquainted with the dealings of acquainted. Belshazzar was acquainted with the dealings of God with Nebuchadnezzar, but this knowledge had no effect upon his own course. He blindly clung to the, the worship of idols and gave himself up to the the, the sensual indulgence. It was not long before. <coughs> Reverses. <coughs> Reverses 
<clears throat> reverses king, he had been defeated in battle by Cyrus, and for two years had been besieged in the city of Babylon, within that, that seemingly impregnable. impregnable fortress, with its massive walls and its gates of brass protected by the river Euphrates, and supplied with provisions for a 20-year siege, the voluptuous monarch um, felt secure and passed his time in mirth and reverie. All right. So, um, she clearly says that for two years, there was a sieging of Babylon. So these two years here, it's this, let's put siege right under it. He rose by sieging and he goes down by siege. Sieging, amen, yes. Because there, yeah, there was sieges upon Kim, Chin, and Zedekiah. All right. Let's say on. Go to Advent Review on Sabbath Harrow. Um, October 10th, 1899. We're going to start in paragraph three. It says, In those scriptures also was there written instruction to the people <clears throat> by which they might know when the destruction of Babylon was imminent. And know, know what they themselves should do. And does God change? No. 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 So if God did it to the Jews in the past, he shall do the same thing for the spiritual Jews now. No. Tell us, <clears throat> give us enough information so that we might know exactly what we should do. So that we might flee from the wrath to come. And then, and then he quotes um, Jeremiah 51. And we read, read these verses. So skip paragraph 4. Go to paragraph 5. It says, they were told what nations would come upon Babylon. It's the Medes and the Persians. They were told from what direction. They were coming from the east. I didn't add those verses in there, but it's in, but, but, but it's in Isaiah. The armies would come. They were told the name of the leader of the forces, mm -hmm. Cyrus. And they were told how they might know just when to flee. Now, this is speaking about the rumors. So they had sufficient evidence to know exactly when they should flee. So St. Adventist, now in this crisis happening in this earth, there is sufficient evidence so that all, all St. Adventists should know how to flee because all this is really pointing down to the Son of Lord crisis. <clears throat> and the Lord shall do it in that time as well. Give us sufficient evidence so that, so that we might not fall, fall to the um, inroads of Rome. It says, and then, and then he quotes, <clears throat> Jeremiah um, 51, 46, and says, Lest your heart faint, and, 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 ye fear, and ye fear for the rumor that shall be heard in the land. A rumor shall both come one year, and, and after that, in another year shall come a rumor, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. So, so he's clearly shown us that in one of these years of the rumor, there's violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Turn on. Look at SDP 66, paragraph 1. This is from Stephen Haskell. <coughs> I'm going to read the, the bold. It says, <clears throat> In the year 539 BC, the general of the combined forces of the Medes and the Persians started toward Babylon. The news reached, reached the city that the enemy was on the march. Then it was that the message came to flee from the city and be as goats upon the mountainside. So in the year 539 BC was this rumor. The rumor was, they, they heard that Cyrus, Cyrus is on coming. the way. The Medes and Persians are on the way. Therefore, we have to leave because we know that Babylon's fall is imminent. So clear signs was given onto them. Oh, so, that's nice. That's John. Ah, uh, yes. That's amen. the preparing of the way. Amen. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Yeah. He's saying that the bridegroom's coming. The Christ is coming. <clears throat> So repent and bring forth fruits, meet for repentance. Mm -hmm. That is how we flee. When we bring forth fruits, meet for repentance. A, a, a Christ-like life is how, how we flee from sin and Satan. Because <clears throat> scriptures tell us, Christ tells us that if we, um, if we draw, I may not say, say it correctly. As we draw, draw near unto Christ, Satan will, will flee. So that's how we flee from, from sin. And Babylon just, is just, in one sense, showing us sin. And we have to flee from this sin. All right. So clearly, 
from this paragraph, we see that the the news, the news, which is rumor, because if you look at the word rumor in Jeremiah 51, 46, it means news. It means report as well. So when this report came that um, the combined forces of the Medes and Persians were coming, they have to go. <clears throat> Continue on. SDP 67.1. And so it was. One spring, the rumor came. So this is in the spring of 539. Um, let's put it right under siege. So in one year, you have, you have this, um, this rumor, and it's in the spring. Because we'll see that Cyrus takes the whole summer to divert the Guinness River. It says, and so it was. One spring, the rumor came, <clears throat> but the army failed to appear. Because <clears throat> there's also argument saying that Babylon fell in 539. It's not true. Because in 539, as it says here, our pioneers tell us that, the army failed to appear. Cyrus had not even come onto Babylon in the year 539, so it could not have fallen in that year. Mm. It says the careless and and un unbelieving amen scoff, but 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 to the um believing believing this was an opportune time. So 539 is an opportune time to flee from the wrath to come. Um, the next spring, the rumor came again, <coughs> but there was no time then, then to sell or prepare to leave. The army came also and the, um, Babylonian, amen. And Medo-Persian, Persian forces met in open battle. <coughs> All right. So both these sieges were in the spring and one spring in 539 and next and the next <coughs> one in 538 BC. Because Jeremiah says that, and, and then in one year shall be um, ruler against ruler, the ruler of, of Babylon against the ruler of Medes of the Persians, the Medes and the Persians. All right. It says the continuing on in sixty-seven paragraph one. It says the Babylonians were de de defeated, defeated, and and. <clears throat> And, and re returned within the fortifications of the city. The gates were closed and the siege began. Those, those, those who were, were now, now in Babylon. Babylon must live or die with the Babylonians, except God stay the hand of the destroyer. All right. So once those gates were shut, it's when the siege began and there's no more time for you to flee. So there's a, there was a time to flee in that year, 538, <clears throat> just before those gates were closed. Okay. PTUK, January 10th, 1895, page 19, paragraph 3. Commenting on Jeremiah 50, uh, 51, 45, and 46. <clears throat> says, he was given a definite sign by which the people of, people Israel. of Israel might know when went to escape from Babylon and and from the ru ruin um, that was to fall upon her there were to be two um, two, two rumors amen of 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 danger amen to to Babylon amen and 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 the rumors were were a year apart. As stated above, Cyrus started for Babylon. Amen. In in early spring, BC 539. But but he only went about halfway that year. The cause. The cause of this delay is stated by Herodotus. Amen. Um, can you take up that paragraph, please? <laughs> Cyrus, on his way to Babylon, came to the banks of, of the Gindus, a stream which, rising in the Mentanine Mountains, runs through the country of the Dar, Darden, Dardanans and empties itself into the River Tigris. When Cyrus reached the stream, which could only be passed in boats, one of the sacred white horses occupying his, his march, accompanying amen, his march, 
full of spirit and, and high metal. metal, walked into the water and tried to cross by himself. But the current seized him, swept him along with it, and drowned him in his depths. Cyrus, and Cyrus, enraged at the, the insolence of the river, threatened soul to threatened soul to break its strength, that in fury even women shall cross it easily without wetting their, wetting their knees. Accordingly, he put off for a time his attack on Babylon, and dividing his army into two parts, he marked out by ropes 180, 100 and, yeah, 180 trenches on each side of the Gindus, leading, leading off from it in all directions and setting his army to dig. Some on one side of the river and some on the other. He accomplished um, his, his threat by the aid of so great a number of hands, but not without losing thereby the whole summer season. <clears throat> Having, however, thus wreaked um, his vengeance on the Gindus by dispersing it through 360 channels, Cyrus, <clears throat> with first approach of the ensuing spring, marched forward against Babylon. Man. So, nice. go ahead. Delay is the best answer to the question. Ah, Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So this 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 one year gap is a time <clears throat> to flee. See <clears throat> between these two sieges. Okay. Paragraph five. It says, Here then were were the two rumors which 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 Jeremiah. Jeremiah Amen said there should be first when Cyrus started from Ekbatana the the uh, rumor reached Babylon Amen and the Babylonians made ready to meet him in the defensive city but he stopped and started and, and stayed a year and then started again for Babylon which 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 would be the cause would be the cause of the second rumor this this was what the the people of israel israel were um, waiting for then then they knew excuse me then they knew it was the time amen to get out of babylon for then would surely be violence in the land Ruler against ruler. And thus, that prophecy was certainly fulfilled beyond all reasonable dispute. <coughs> so, in the year 539, is when he leaves for... I'm move this. That's where he leaves at Batana. And he drives up the Gindus. And um, the whole summer is used, used in trying to dry up, dry up the Gindus. And then, then he comes, comes in 538 BC, and he comes to, to, to go and siege the, the city. And the practice in which he got at the Gindus, he, will, he shall use on the river <clears throat> Euphrates. Okay. Can someone take a paragraph six, please? Come down to a close. All right. Can someone take a paragraph six? Oh. <clears throat> In the spring of B.C. 538, Cyrus proceeded to Babylon without hindrance. Nabonidus, the king of Babylon, drew up his forces in the plain outside of the city, prepared to give battle. Cyrus attacked him at once and easily defeated him. Nabonidus himself took refuge in Borsippa, Yes. While the greater part of his army escaped within the walls of the city where Belshazzar was in command. When they, got, when they all got within the mighty walls of Babylon, with, the bra with all the brazen gates securely fastened with heavy iron bars, they felt perfectly secure and laughed defi defiance at Cyrus and all his forces and at all his efforts to force his way in. But Cyrus had already made a success in turning the river Gindis out of his banks, and he determined to do the same thing for the Euphrates. Euphrates ran th directly through the city, under the walls, and Cyrus determined to turn the waters out of the channel, and then 
uncover under cover of darkness, follow the bed of the river into the city. This also was in fulfillment of prophecy. The road is upon her water, and they shall be dried up. And I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Thus spake the prophet sixty years before, telling what should be. And the following, following are the words of the historian telling us what was. Amen. So, as as we see clearly, this is the this is the fulfillment of of um of what Isaiah and Jeremiah said that of the drying up of the waters, and. The first one was the Gindis River. And this Gindis was practiced. Essentially, it was practiced for the greater, greater river, the Euphrates. And all these things you can go look in um, the last book of, of God's Word, and you'll see these same things that, that Euphrates <coughs> shall be dried up. So, to, to understand what that means, you have to look back at ancient Babylon and see the fall of. Mystical Babylon. <clears throat> Next paragraph, the bold portion. It says, His soldiers could now appreciate the value of their spirits, which they had gained by dispersing the Gindis and, 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 and perceive. perceive. Amen. Perceive that the summer and autumn of the preceding year had not been wasted. So, nice. so they used that which they learned in 539 to help them to take down Babylon and 538 BC. So it's so for the Jews as well. The Jews should have seen this and used what happened in 539 to help them in the year 538 BC. So they so they will not be in in that kingdom when the gates and the bars were shut and they were about about to fall. Had they murmured, they would have never had that victory. This is teaching us Amen. not to murmur. Amen. At the things the Lord sets before us. Amen. And to follow that which the Lord, the Lord says. Yeah, because they follow Cyrus. Amen. Yes, and because they, they follow Cyrus. Yes. And, and it, I like this because the paragraph I like in here the most is that. Let me just go back up to it real quick. It says, they, they, they were told what nations, they were told what direction, they were told the name of the, the leader of the forces, and how they might just flee. So they were given perfect directions and a plan so they may not fall fall when Cyrus came. So this is all shown this is all shown the grace of God for us as well. That Christ shall do the same for us, shall um give us all things in which we need so that we might not fall. Amen. So come down to an end. Jumping now this is pointing forward to to the fall fall, fall of um Babylon. Um spiritual Babylon. Re Revelation nine, we read verse fourteen and fifteen. Says, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, loose the four angels <clears throat> which are bound in the great river Euphrates. So, and these waters shall be dried up as they were dried up in, um, in Daniel 5. And the four angels were loose, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. men. So, the, so the destruction of Babylon is directly linked with the drying up of the Euphrates. So, um, Rashad's going to touch the, the, these points later on, seeing the drying up of the Euphrates, because it brings in the, it brings in Mohammedans. the Mohammedans, <laughs> Islam now, to go and attack Papal Rome. Also, Revelation 16. Oh, yes, yes. I remember one of the angels poured their um, vials yeah, upon poured the Yeah, poured a vial upon the, um, the Euphrates. Euphrates, yes, yeah. and it dries up the Euphrates. Because the sixth angel. Sixth angel, yes, yeah. amen. So... <laughs> Um, all these things are really <coughs> pointing to now because these things happened in the past. All these things are old things. And they're but, all bound up for the end of the world. And, but they're all bound up for the end of the world. It's really mm -hmm. speaking about for us. Daniel and John and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Samuel and Moses, they all wrote for the end of the world. So these things we have to understand. And the Lord has blessed us to live at this time because this is when most of the light is given. And the most light that will be given is the coming of Christ. He, he shall come with the brightness of his Father. So all this is written for us. Going down to the last quote, American Sentinel, AMS, February 28th, 1895, page 65, paragraph 14. I'm just reading the bold. Um, and he's speaking of the fall of Babylon, but he takes it and brings it down to the end of the world as well. 
says the first the first of these is recorded in Revelation 14 8 speaking about to come come out of Babylon Babylon is fallen is fallen this is the message of Revelation 14 8 and the second and last one is is this one in the 18th chapter which which we have already referred to go out from her my people so this is what Jeremiah said that Babylon shall fall he said come out of her my people and these these saying th this message is the message that shall go forward in the earth with much much power and every living human human being will hear this message because this message will give them exact definite directions so that they might flee from the wrath to come so we'll stop here for now and we'll pick up with seeing the nation that comes up after as well which is the Medes and the Persians that being said shall we close with a word of prayer Merciful Father in heaven, O oh Lord, we give thanks again for, for, for all that you have shown, O oh Lord. <coughs> Please help us to turn from sin so that, so that we might flee from the wrath and that, um, and, and Lord, we ask for your help so that, so that we might help souls, souls as well to flee flee from this wrath. Please help us to hear your voice from on high so that so that we might know know all that you have um said 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 so that we might not follow Lord. And and we ask all these things in your son's name we pray. Amen.